0: Hello and welcome back to the Essential Believe Podcast. My name is Tommy, I'm your host. What a day, what a draining day. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I left work. I rushed out of work to be like, yo, I have an appointment at two o'clock just to come watch this shit show. Damn, I don't know how you guys feel though, but it's been crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm joined with Wright, who's making his debut today. Joined Esther as well. And Tori. Oh, how could I forget Tori? I'm joined with Tori as well. <laughs> Yo, how you guys doing?
1: How could you forget me, Tommy? But <laughs> it's cool.
2: How am I doing? I feel nothing right now.
3: You know, I'm in the middle
2: about how I feel about uh thank you for having me. But I wish it was on better circumstances because all I feel is pain right now. But in, in in hindsight, is it really that deep?
0: To be fair, like it's only Leeds and it's just it's they're still still early in the season, so you know it's not that deep, right? I
3: think t- to be honest, um, Leeds. I think people forgot how good they are attacking wise, and um, with the midfield issue, because people keep forgetting that. Again, we played with Conte and we went from Conte with no Kovacic to Gallagher, who can't play in the pivot. Yeah, what were people expecting?
0: You know, I'm laughing because this is Tori's view as well. So I'm glad she's here, actually. So, Tori, you could go, you could take her from there. I think uh, right lady a layoff. So you're <sighs> off. Well, <laughs> I chested it like Lukaku should have. Go
3: ahead.
1: Well, you see, I was trying not to talk so much, you know. Um, but what I will say, as, he, as um, I was just said, we went from Kante, mm-hmm. arguably best midfielder in Europe, to Conor Gallagher. And you mm-hmm. see, that drop-off, you know, I, when I saw that lineup, I with Gallagher, I mean, I knew he had no other option to play him, fair enough, as Ntuku had no other option but to play him. But I was like, yeah, this isn't going to be pretty because we're not going to have any control and that was what <coughs> that was exactly what played out in the game yes not even we the are
3: good, they sliced through our midfield the entire game the entire L-
1: literally game. all they had to do was put bodies around georgie and connor and look at how overrun we were it was it was, it was yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. I was just gonna say that th- that's honestly the entire story of the game. I feel like that was where everything started from and then like everything bad, it was just like a domino effect. Everything bad was like a consequence of that.
2: <laughs> I also feel like it was Connor's, let's say, inability to have discipline because he was just getting like, pulled and dragged everywhere. And even Jorginho on an island alone. And I don't get it. He, he, played, he played more yeah. as a left midfielder, bro. He played more as a left midfielder than a central midfielder. Because he was always just on that left side. Um, and he was actually clogging up the lanes um, mm. for Cucurella. Because Cucurella wasn't able to find um, space to pass. Because he was there and he was bringing the man that was marking him there. And if that was Kante, Kante would have been more central and a bit more forward. Which would have allowed Cucurella space to actually... Mm. Pick his head up and view the
0: pitch. Well, for me, actually, no. Right, go for it. Because I was gonna say for me, I personally don't think Gallagher was the main issue. For me, I feel like many goal happened. Yes, don't get me wrong. Yeah, we we got around a few times in midfield, but like Tukul said, we actually had good chances to kill off the game before. That happened. That whole midfield snare happened. But, right, go for it. I'll, I'll disagree with you very
3: quickly. And I think what Gallagher... See, the, the thing that we miss, right, is when Conte, as much as he's declined, as much as he can't have a long pass, like, you're not going to ask Conte to make a 30- or 40-yard pass, but one thing he can't do is when he gets the ball, 80 to 90% of the time, his low center of gravity can shield the ball, and he can... I don't want to say he beats his man, but he'll get around... Press is coming at him and he can start a little bit of a counterattack. That's or that. he can get the and pass the ball and be an outlet for Jorginho. Gallagher isn't able to number one, because they're gonna press, they're either gonna press Gallagher, or they're gonna press Jorginho. So a mistake is gonna be made. And when they press mm-hmm. Gallagher, he can't pass that well. It's not like he's gonna put a beautiful pass and, and 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 find somebody to get out of the press or even dribble past anybody. And then Jorginho, as bad as people would complain about him he does a decent job of being press resistant but he's not god so when he's looking (laughs) for alice to pass he's up there he's by himself there's three niggas coming at him so he has to either dribble past three people or make a pass for somebody who's not in the box so at that point in time okay if we target this guy we target that guy it's gonna be easy it's like cookies so when that happens we have no control over the game that's why it's not necessarily him just Making stupid mistakes It's more so how they played because of his existence in the game, and that's what it is. Every time I have this, It's
1: absolutely spot on, right on the money, perfect. I'm so happy that someone actually agrees with me. Because... No, because
3: I, I was gonna make this this um this analogy that our, our midfield is like a machine, right? they uses like at, it, it, like at at its best, what we want our midfield to be is like with triple A batteries, right? Like. That mm-hmm. would be like a, a, a two DMs who can play deep, who can distribute. But when we have Jorginho and Conte, it's like a two point five. And then when we mm-hmm. lose Conte, it's like a one because now Jorginho has to do all the work for him. And more than likely, whoever's coming there doesn't isn't an outlet. They can't pass that well as as, as much as Kovacic or do the short passes Conte does or shield the ball well. So we're playing handicapped with a guy we know can't do it by himself. And even then. The people who are supposed to come there and help out, Mount and, and Kai Havertz, you guys are supposed to come in there and overload the midfield. When you see Jorginho by himself, he didn't do that. So he can't really... That's why when people call Jorginho shit, I get it. But he has deficiencies, we know. But we can't continue to pretend like the people who are supposed to help him uh, cover his deficiencies, they don't do their job. So yeah, Mount, I well,
2: have to at you, but I'm done. You know what? what? I, I do think that uh, the Leeds press was impressive. It, it was, was very, it was, was It was, was very impressive because the players didn't even have time to come and support because the second a pass was made. They was they were being swarmed. Yeah, yeah. I also Gallagher had like two or
3: three men on him at every point.
2: Yeah, I do think <laughs> that because they knew Gallagher was going to be the most inexperienced person in the, in the starting lineup.
4: Yeah. They
2: knew that they, like Jesse Marsh needed to target him, so he couldn't even find Jorginho for outlets. Like, he passed it to Kukurella and Culabali. I think the only time I actually saw someone actually find Jorginho for the outlet was Kukurella, and it was a good pass. He snuck it around uh, a player that was running. I think it was Aronson. Like yeah. He just bent it around his pass, and it got to Jorginho. But the thing is that before it got to Kukurella, Gallagher had the ball. In fact, Gallagher had the ball a lot today
4: yeah yeah
2: he was their press trigger if you get what <laughs> i mean uh fair
0: enough you guys make fair points i mean it seems like this is a tory's party today but you guys make fair points you know but um let's dissect the game a bit more i don't know what do you guys think when um, was thinking for that first chance i mean because for me i think if he, t- if he takes that chance it's a whole different story I don't you guys think
1: everyone knows that ruben is the love of my life <laughs> but I think he does have to have PTSD. Because there's no mm-hmm. way you're in that position and you don't shoot the ball first time. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah. I really don't know what he was thinking.
0: Yeah. It goes back to what you said about, um not just you, but everybody. But you're like, oh, because I know you say a lot. You're like, oh, Rhys James is wasted at RCB. But obviously, if James was in um in that Position Ruben was today, he would have probably taken that first time. You you Sorry.
3: guys forget the chance to, uh he had. Um, when reshames James, I think we were down when we were down two and three. He took a shot and the keeper had to save it. The shot that he took from like right outside the box, it was gonna go in. It was going in. But also Ruben, you know the good thing about Ruben that I keep saying, um, and the good thing about reshames James that people forget when he's playing RCB and we're clicking, he's able to step in the midfield and and cause overloads, and cause way more problems for the opponent press. The problem is, as good as Ruben was on the... He was able to be his man. He kept the ball pretty well. But when the defenders know that you're not going to do anything in that that final third, they're not worried about you. Then the pressure's back on you. And that's the problem on that right-hand side with Ruben not being able to to even take a shot. When they they see Reeves coming at him, they're going to backpedal.
0: Ruben... Exactly. (laughs) Like, Ruben... (laughs) he doesn't convince himself that he's going to shoot well you know well, you it's know just... what do you know
3: what ruben
0: ruben does have a
3: shot on him he can't shoot i've seen no we know he can't but he doesn't that's our problem with him just shoot the ball i
2: don't care it's because you it's... know you what know? his problem is his problem is that he doesn't know what he's going to do before he exactly gets
0: there. exactly i was just going to say like i feel like every game is different so sometimes you need ruben to do that come inside you know like you did against Madrid and against Tottenham, you know. But other games, you need um, you need what Reece James does on the ball. So it's you know, it's in this and this, this and that. But yeah, let's see how it's coming. up, come up in, the house, come oh. in the house. How you doing, bro?
4: <laughs> My brother. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's been it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: It sounds like you just woke up. You know. Yeah, I I did. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, guys, let's 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 do this. So I usually do this. Then Tori knows. I usually um, am knows as well. I usually do this on the podcast where we're like okay, moment of the match and man of the match. So let's just go around everybody. So let's start right. Right. Um, what moment stood out for you t- in today's game and your man of the match?
3: Um,
0: moment of the match because there was no real standout today. Um,
3: let me get donkey of the match and I'll give that to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fair, fair, fair. I'll <laughs> give that to um. To <laughs> Ruben Loftus-Cheek, even though I like his directness, the yeah. final third decision-making is hurting us more than – because what we needed on that right side was – well, that right side a mid-type, hybrid, whatever he plays, with somebody who's direct. But if you don't have – the, you don't put the fear in defenders, then you're going to be a problem. But if I look at his actual performance, he actually did good, but that, that part makes him a donkey. Um, who else? Kai Habits. Um, I still have faith in you. But right now, I do think you need to be dropped. I don't know what's going on in your head. I don't know if I need to slap the German out your face, but something needs to happen with you because um, uh, I- I'm tired of it. Um, and then Gallagher, the donkey. This man has, like, a saddle on his back with, like, I don't know what it is. Him, and it's not his fault because he's playing out of position, but those are the three that I think hindered us today uh, the most in the yeah. game. And they they, 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 they they put too much pressure on us. And, yeah, but those are the
0: yeah. things. Um, one moment, to that you and who was the you could call it donkey of the match, copper of the match, anyway you know call it. But one moment, um...
2: listen, if you wanted to, donkey of the match, Edward Mendy. We're
3: gonna talk about him later. That's why I didn't say his
2: name. What was he doing? Like I'm not gonna say too much because you we were touching it later. But I was yeah. in disbelief. I was I was in shock and horror. And then ghost of the match for me, Kai <laughs> Abbott. Kai Havertz. Listen. I thought we only had one Casper the Ghost, but we have two. There's two. We've got wow. we've got a German one and an American Casper. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're yeah. forgetting
3: I'm not gonna let Mount get away with this bullshit, bro. I, forgot bro, I but had. you see you no, see what Mount
2: you see? I'm not even gonna come from Mount too tough. Because he was trying his best to support the midfield. Here's my thing. Y'all are,
0: are bashing Kai Havertz. But if Lukaku was on the pitch, you would have done anything different. So I don't get this. I really if, don't get this.
2: If Lukaku was on the pitch, I would have said more, I would have said something worse.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. But I'm saying Yeah, I like... think I think he would be
3: worse. And than... see, when you raise the levels and you say, ah, right, this is the level that I have for you, I have a yeah. way lower level for Romelu Lukaku than I do Kai Havertz. That's why he's uh, a donkey. But if I if I just if I just say the game and I just take up my standards, he had a subpar game. You know, I, mean,
2: I don't even. I don't even think it's that because if we had Lukaku, all of a sudden the way we play changes. We would have never been able to yeah. play that way. That's also Man. true. So that's that's another thing. But um, yeah. my moment of the match, yeah, for the, from a Chelsea standpoint, would have had to been the disallowed goal from Sterling because that yeah, was, was so right that now. was a glimpse, and I know I know that must have annoyed Sterling. Because yeah. he has to be, like, looking for his first goal. Yeah, he's looking too much, but he's trying too much. That's the problem. I don't. He's not even like he's trying too much because he's getting them. I think he's had two disallowed goals or something like that. Uh, perhaps one. He had um, one offsides and then one disallowed. Oh, yeah, you're right. Two. Everton, I remember
0: now. Everton, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, he's had two disallowed goals. and he's he's showing quality is just timing of the run and stuff like that. I feel for him so much. I feel for him because he looks like he's genuinely happy again when it comes to playing football.
0: You say that, yeah, but we all know Sterling, a goal makes him happy. I don't buy this. He wasn't happy at City. Obviously, he wanted to play all the big games. No, he no, was he,
3: he wasn't happy at City because I think when I used to watch the City games with him there, that, like you can tell, even though, even if we lose the game or something, just the fact that he's around these guys, like you can tell he's built a, a, a kinship with the team. So even if win or lose, He's like, hey, listen, I'm more of a senior guy. I want a lot of stuff. And I like you guys. So I like being here. He, like, he seems like he generally likes being here.
2: Yeah, he does. He, he, he looks like he likes being here.
1: <laughs> um, my moment. What was my moment? Mm-hmm. Oh, Can of That Mandy rubbish that he did. I don't know why he did it. Like, I still am wondering what was going through his head when he did that. And I feel like once that happened, I was like, yeah, we're going to get, we're going to get a beating today. Slap. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I knew we were going to lose. was game, it was pretty even. That... Pretty yeah, even exactly. Game. I mean, to be fair, I knew we were going to lose. I won't lie to you. But I didn't think it'd be that bad. But after seeing that, I was like, yeah, we're going to get slapped. And man of the match, oh, donkey. I mean, I should say donkey. Yeah. And you guys know I, I'm definitely on my corner agenda just because. What's someone to pay us 50m for him? Let him go. That 50m we can add it to the young money. Get him easy. Like, come on. What are we doing here? Like, he can't play in the pivot, so he's of no use to us. Let's be real. So uh, well, we could
0: change the po- we could change the system. I was actually gonna pose that to Cobham actually because I know he's such a system. You know, he loves loves to talk about the system and all that. I agree, but, like... This
2: system system irritates me. I won't lie to you. Bro, zero zero
4: chances created by... Sterling has only created uh, one assist, but Kai Havertz has zero big chances created. At the same time, Kai Havertz only has two shots on target in three games. Bro, that is embarrassing.
2: you know what? Do you know what... You know, people always put Kai Havertz and Mason Mount in the same League. conversation. But do you know what I've noticed? Mason Mount actually offers things to the team of outside of the it's final hard. third. Yeah. Like it's not just positionally. like you ever see when our midfield is struggling and you always see Mason Mount is always deeper. Yeah. He always comes in deeper. He stops playing on the wings so much and he comes in deeper. Like today he came in deeper and it was essentially Loftus Cheek on the wing and Rhys um Reese James, they were the only two on the wings. And Mason Mount was permanently trying to help the midfield but also trying to find a way to get the ball and connect it, and start a break himself. I feel I feel like I feel like if we move to a system with eights Yeah, yeah. He will really flourish because yeah, good... he's more of an attacking eight. So is Conor Gallagher. I think
1: my only question mm-hmm. with that is who is then going to be the lone DM, and we both know that role is the hardest role in the Premier League to play. Yeah. So who is going to play that role? Because if you don't have that role correct, you're just going to be drinking goals.
2: I think. <laughs> you see, that's why. That's why. That's why us having N'Golo Kante still here. Hey!
4: Yeah, it's still it's a I don't know
2: that's asset. a good idea, I'm not going to lie. You guys asset. remember
1: the last time we played Kante as a
2: you know. Wait, oh no, I wasn't going to say he should play as a lone six. I was going to yeah. say, whoever plays as the lone six, Kante can be a, a sort of shuttle bus. True. Delivering the ball,
3: <laughs> Cover up for the deficiencies.
2: Yeah, covering I mean, up. I'll say
3: this, um, about the four-three-three. we did play it, and we didn't look bad.
4: I can't even lie. Well, we
2: haven't um, played it with a with a strong lineup. Yeah, it's true. Yeah.
4: yeah, the last time we played a four three three. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm
3: saying we played it today. You guys saw it, right? We switched no, to a four
4: three three. Four two two. I'm not oh, gonna oh, lie. Just like, yeah,
1: just yeah like... it was if something like a four three three. Show. Yeah. Just like AJ yesterday,
2: Tuko lost his head. Tuko didn't know it. Like Tuko lost his head. After yeah. we went down. Yeah, after he after we mean, went down. I
1: mean, like, we weren't 3 down. You just had to go for us at that point. We we're just like, yeah, fuck it. Put yeah. all the attackers on.
4: You see, when I saw Pulisic and Zek come on, I was shook. When I saw Zek and Pulisic, I was like, yep, this is it. We're about to get slapped.
2: When I saw them on, I said, Ah, game is over. Might as well turn it off.
1: To be fair, we were on. You you guys clearly don't know Chelsea because the game was over as soon as we conceded. Do you guys remember remember the last time that we ever won a game when we conceded first? When was the last time that happened?
0: Uh, If we concede
1: first, the game is over. Like that's it. That's because we don't have strong, a strong enough mentality to climb back from okay, behind.
2: That's true. Look, we only have that. We only have that type of mentality in big games. Big games yes. Like when Liverpool, when Liverpool came to the bridge and they scored two goals, and we were two 0 down, and somehow we came back two two. Right. That was the, yeah. I think that was we the Last time we, we actually we don't back. actually win the game. We
4: actually drop. Like we don't win. If you notice, like even when we have like a comeback performance. We hardly win the game. Like you almost have to expect a draw more than anything.
1: Once we had conceded two, I knew there was no way we were winning the game. Whereas you look at a team like City today. Yeah, yeah. The third one
0: was coming though. They were mad confident. Yeah, um, yeah. Your, 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 your man of the match, and oh, sorry, corporate of the match and moment of the match.
4: Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> moment of the match. They... Like the way we were passing, like I say, I really do enjoy our passing. It's just, it's criminal how there's no end product to it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the uh, passing is
3: better than it was last season. Like there's less sideways passing we're looking for. We're playing out of the press, but
0: yeah, it's trips and, and it's, it's uh, uh, is, you know, it's filled with zest. And I, I love it as well. To be fair, I did like the game, actually. Like it was quite, you know, obviously before the Mendy mistake, but it was quite enjoyable. But yeah, I could go for it. You haven't said your man, the corporate of the match. Um,
4: Yeah, so that moment by... Yeah, so the passing and that moment... Uh, what's his name? Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Like, he was one-on-one with the keeper. Like, I was literally Yo. hoping he just shoot first time. Yeah, bro. We, <laughs> we we spoke about that before
0: he came in, actually. Like, what could it have been? Because yeah. Tukul said that as well. Like, Tukul said it like, you know, we had chances. And we didn't take our chances, you know, before because I don't know. Start paraphrasing, man. But let's go for it. Yeah. So yeah, how about don't give the match though? Uh,
4: no, no, no. I, what do you mean, dunky? Give... I have a man of the match. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Who's the match <laughs> then? <laughs> or corporate um, of the match for me? So for me, my yeah personal man of the match. Okay, it it can be split two ways because. Thiago Silva, because I saw Thiago Silva switch to a back four, and he wasn't too bad. Like yeah. I, I could see that Thiago Silva oh, still ha- had some sense of control of the game, even when we switched. Uh, we, we switched, and we demanded more from him. Um, yeah. And then the second man of the match would be. I know this one would actually drive people crazy. Um, mm-hmm. but. I actually chose Sterling. Like Sterling the entire game, like he was taking on players. He he could have had moments whereby he could have just, you know, gave up on the game, but from the minute the game started, I saw that Sterling had a desire to score. The only flaw the only flaw that I saw in Sterling's game um is his sharpness to stay onside. Because he had moments whereby He would just drag, he'd just drag his feet a bit and then, because even that goal that he scored, I feel like he could have been onside quicker. I feel like he could have shown more, a, a bit more uh, intensity, drop back quicker, but he was dragging his feet a bit, which I think Tuchel needs to address with all the players that they need to be sharp all the time. Like Maybe he needs to buy a light bulb like Arteta as well and let them shine, bro. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it goes back to what Esso said about like Sterling is looking for his first goal, so he's really hungry. Because I noticed it in the Spurs game as well. Like, so he had the chance to pass to Cuadrilla, and he decided to go for a goal, and he he fucked it up for us. So today he scored, even though he had the chance to pass to Mason Mount, but he scored, but it was offside. I felt bad for him as well, but he's trying too much. Personally, I think that first goal is gonna come, but she try less, in my opinion.
2: You know what? I'm not even upset at it. At least we have somebody who wants to score. Yeah, yeah. The rest of these yeah. guys look like they're just giving chances to charity. They don't want to take anything for themselves. No. It's actually no, I mean, who Mount... Mount to,
0: fair, mount, to be fair, usually shoots on tight, to be fair.
3: You know, you know what I do wanna say and, and I saw the like I saw people saying, Oh, there's no heart and there's no desire. And I'm like, No, <laughs> they they tried. <laughs> and then they got beat down 2-0 and then nothing clicking, so they fell down a little bit. Like if you look if you really deep the game, right? After the, the Mendy, after the Mendy thing, they kept they kept, we, we pressured the hell out of them and they played out of our press, because again they're a good team. But we tried, like those guys tried their best, but some people are just not good enough and that's what it comes down to. So we can't keep saying they have no desire, they they don't want to do that. No, they're just, some of them just aren't good enough, which is better than just making the excuse that They just were out of it. They just aren't good
2: enough. Simple. I will say I will say that I disagree to an extent. Like just because you're running around, that's not what I mean. Like, listen, when you get the ball and you have no intentions with it, that's you aren't playing to your heart your heart out. You have the ball and then you're confused, like lofty cheek, you have the ball and you're looking around like a headless chicken. And then you just start running, running, running. You get into a good position. And now you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. That is not heart. That's confusion. Why are you confused?
0: Yeah, but it goes back to what you said, though. They're not good enough, you know.
2: But actually, I want to
0: get Cobham's opinion on this. Because I have a question for Esso as well. But Cobham, I want to ask you this. Um, Yeah, do you think we should stick to this? Do you think we should stick to the pivot system or switch systems?
4: Do you know what I think happens? Yeah. People actually don't remember this. Do you remember that season where we had uh, Antonio Conte? Our first five games were a bit shaky because the squad hadn't settled in. But then once yeah. uh Conte made the changes that he needed to I
3: think we were twelve at the beginning of the Yeah, play, we were yeah. twelve. Yeah, we were
4: we were twelve at the beginning. Yeah. Twelve thirteen. Yeah.
3: I thought yes. that'd be a
4: Sioux season. Yeah, so I think we might have the same season as a Conte season right,
2: Because... Hey, Every man. element. Amen. Hey, and you know that that season Arsenal also won their first three games. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
4: also that was the last time. That was the last time we beat um Everton at Goodison at Goodison Park. That's actually the last time we beat Everton. Uh, it's
2: it's all clicking during it's the contest. Cl- except Man Except there's a problem yeah. in Manchester City. And I don't want to. I I genuinely don't want to face them. I don't want to face them. No, um, they'll kill
3: us. They'll,
2: they'll kill us, bro. I don't want to see Haaland I don't want to see Haaland Face them. For yeah, oh, him guy. to come and do that that celebration that he likes to do, where he points at the person in the in the stands.
0: <laughs> nah,
2: man. I want to face
0: them. I'm looking forward to actually. Yeah. Um. what I want to ask you. This. Wait, so who starts in the pivot next? Did City week?
4: did City win that game? No, they no, drew. F- No, they drew.
3: Bro, bro, I remember I watched... See, that's a team, right? See, you can try all you want, but there's a level of quality you need, because this is a game of fine margins. There's a level of quality you need to be able to do what KD... Did you see the pass KDB put in for... um...
2: No, the pass he put in for Silva, bro, KDB orchestrated that before he even got the ball. I know, bro. This guy is on a different level. Like... Before he got the ball, he he looked. He made eye contact with Bernardo Silva and told him to make the run. He pointed like as you could see him literally point and do the just gest- the hand gesture, and then Bernardo made the run, got into position, and he waited for KDB to time the pass, and he was there. Like that's something that's a pattern that they've practiced, you know. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. not just KDB's individual brilliance.
4: I actually want to ask you guys something. Uh especially because you're on this KDB um, topic so well. don't you guys when you guys see today's performance don't you guys see the glimpses of the issues that that Werner experienced the Chelsea in terms of him receiving the ball from his midfielders and that, cuz the literally every time I saw an offside situation every time I saw uh, Sterling making a run or whoever making a run and none of those runs were being spotted and then after that i saw like oh they were through. spotted late most of those yeah. runs were spotted late very very late
1: i mean i can agree to it to some extent because i do think that we don't create enough chances for our forwards yes but at the same time bruh they're just shits at shooting the ball like a lot of the like, I can't even, you have to call, call a spade a spade sometimes. You know the thing about Chelsea that I've realized? We just need too many chances to score. It's annoying. Okay. Like, someone like that, like that, my problem is that someone like Salah or Kane, they get half a chance and they score. But mm, we only like score like one out of our five big chances. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like it takes so much energy for us to score. So, like, yeah. Maybe the chances were not creating I mean KDB like he's, like insane chances every five seconds, which is great.
0: Did you see the the, the goal today? The past. Yeah, team. I did.
1: Incredible. I, like I yeah. I saw it, but like <laughs> bruv, even if, if KDB you see the thing is thing is yeah. If KDB was on our team, our, our attackers um numbers would be better, but they wouldn't be that. I much
4: I, I think yeah. they would. Do you know why yeah, I see the this. point? What I, why I say that right. they would be so much better is because sometimes I question the quality of the pass because sometimes these big chances created are blown out of like the it's like they need context because you know you can actually pass the ball into the box and it could literally just scrape past your head and that is considered as a big chance created you know like it these these more Like, you should look at the quality of passes that KDB offers a team. And offers you the type of, like, there's a reason why Sterling's goals were, like, Sterling just needed to position himself well. That's all he needed to do. Sterling never had to worry about making certain runs or uh, taking on defenders because KDB passes into space. Uh Now, Chelsea, we don't pass into space. They pass to the man, and now f- the only way Sterling to for Sterling to score is if he actually takes on two to three players. That's not something he experienced. That which it's- he
3: does a decent amount of. We saw him do it today. He tried it. You remember he he was in a box and he like two or three people. He dribbled two or three people, and then yeah. he scored the. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he can't
4: do that forever. He, he,
0: like, yeah, of course not. Yeah, yeah but you know what though. You know what, the kind of team that passes out wide and crosses in the box so. 'Cause like you look at that KDB chance, for example. We all expected I dunno I don't know about you guys, but I know Jorginho is probably gonna pass out wide or Kante will pass out wide. But we all expected KDB to pass out wide to Walker, but he did that moment of genius and you know. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think we should get a new mid midfielder, but I don't know who
1: I've seen I've seen J5 make those kind of passes. I'm not even trying to like I I like J Five.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I have seen him <laughs> make those kind of really good passes. Like you, you see J five may do that over the ball pass and and put it on a plate for Havers, but he won't score. The only type of type of he's only scored that goal once against Newcastle last season. Like, and J five nah. does that exact pass so often.
2: Terry, it's not often. It's, it's J five the same. It's not often at all. J five part. He, the way J five passes is so timid. It's so timid. And
1: it's I think not it
2: might, timid, person. I same. think it might be. I, I. think it might be by instruction though, because Thomas Tuchel realizes that if if jo, if Jorginho tries to make an incisive pass and he fails, hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: <I laughs> why in I trouble? Lie,
2: done. Why in trouble? I, I want to
3: say this very very quickly about the midfield. And I, I always, I've always said this. Right? People keep saying we need to buy a midfield. We just bought two, right? And I get it. People are saying their kids, and yeah, probably four because it's Hutchinson and all the other guys are in the um the system. But obviously, I don't expect I don't expect them to come on and, and be world beaters. But I think er- every single time you go into a Chelsea space, we've always complained about long term planning. We bought the kasade kid, we bought Chukumeka, and then we're we're working on that Hutchinson kid, and then building them up so they can be the future midfielders, right? and they can be versatile, we, the the versatile, the versatile type of midfielders we need. It's so unlucky that in the first five games, Kovacic hasn't played one game, and Conte pulled his hamstring in, in two. And then we're linked with Frankie Jong, who was there before we were even, before the Conte injury, and people are saying there's no long-term planning, but instead of us panic buying and buying whatever midfielder, because again, that's not going to fix the midfield, because you need a certain type of midfielder to, to play next to Jorginho. And then not only that, that midfielder also has to want to come. So people are just assuming that the managers are sitting on his door. Like, yeah. Bro, that's. Like, that's true. I don't know what to like, do, blah, blah, blah. And it's like a lot of your act don't, don't take into
1: account all these factors. You see, the thing is, yeah, I don't think that we. I think we're trying to fix our long term planning. Fair enough. Yes. The kids that we bought, amazing. But the problem is, yeah. The Premier League is too fast and too good. It won't wait for you. We can't wait till the kids are ready to play. Because at the end of the day, they're what, 18, 19? Like, they're kids. So, like, we can't wait for them till they're ready. By the time they're ready, we could yeah, be Europa League regulars.
4: Yeah, Chukumeka
3: played in the prime yeah, Chuka- no, no, no. prim last season. He- a long DM, I yeah, think. but so like, I'm saying, are it's you it's telling
1: cool. me that Truco and is ready to be a starter at in the first team?
4: Yes. I, Probably I,
3: I, not. I, 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 I think, think six. Yeah, I do think like all the players that we've integrated, right? Normally you have in, in an ideal world, maybe one of Conte and Jorginho, not Conte, Conte and Kovacic, would be injured. And then you would slowly bring them in, and then they would get into used to playing with the team that gel everybody. And then even if Conte is injured, and he and then Kovacic gets in and then Kante comes back, we have something. But now, both of them are out in the first two games. And this is the, the epitome of unluckiness because we bought two midfielders and now we need to buy a third when bro, we have attacking me. issues.
2: Rafe, that is not... That's not luck. Wait, but wait. Wait, Rafe. That is not luck, bro. Rafe, I'm not going to lie to you. That is not luck because we willingly did not buy a first-team midfielder. We bought Chikuameka, who's a project. We bought uh, Kaseide, I don't know if I said that correctly. Yeah. Who yeah. is going straight to the youth team? We have not. We have chosen to not buy because we have chosen to not buy a starting sentiment. Right. Yeah. We've, we've seen the likes of Kamara go, through many, um
0: Declan Rice. they put.
2: <laughs> Declan Rice. they put. Uh, the deck, right. What's He's that right. guy's name? Yves We've seen Eve Basuma, even Casemiro. You know, we're seeing these guys. I'm on saying the no media. to
3: Casemiro and then I think Kaisado would probably be a, a more viable option of the midfield. I don't play. even Moses
2: Kaisado from um right. Brighton. I mean, <laughs> the stupid they bought brand. him last season. They bought.
3: They bought th- him. They bought him last season. So it's kind
2: uh, of like even it's, even, it's, even, Ibrahima, even even Ibrahim even even Ibrahim Sangare. We could go game. He looks good.
3: Another guy that I don't think I don't think fits. Bro, he's
2: decent on the ball and he can put in the tackle as well. But then again, he's he's doing it in a dead league. Do you know what I think is
4: like this is my this is my standpoint when it comes to the midfield. I genuinely think like as people say, Chelsea obviously should have been uh, way more prepared. But I don't think we actually anticipated Kante and and Cover and, and being injured this soon into the season. And granted, people are saying, no, um, Chelsea should have been prepared because they know Kante and Kovac's injury uh, record. But then I genuinely think uh, Choquameca was going to be like a, like a Camavinga situation with Real Madrid. You see how, how they're integrating, like they're slowly integrating Camavinga into like first team minutes. So I thought that was going to happen with... Uh, Chukwameka where in a sense that Kante and Kova were going to be the main midfielders and then as time would go, whereby let's say we win in the game 2-0 or we win in the game 3-0, they would bring in Chukwameka to kind of uh, have a cameo and they would keep doing that until he settles in. That's what I thought would happen. But now obviously the two players got injured early the moment you you sign a midfielder just know that take Chukwameka to the under-23s because he won't get minutes. Like, especially if Cover uh, and Kante are fit. Because Jorginho is also going to demand minutes. Kante also wants minutes. And also, Kovah also wants minutes. So, now the moment you bring in Frankie de Jong, what happens to uh, Chukwameka? What happens to him now? Because he won't get minutes, and then he'll be uh, dissatisfied, and now ends up playing for the under 23s for for a season.
2: But, but I do think I think there are minutes to go around, my bro. There are minutes yeah. to go around, especially especially knowing who our two best midfielders are. The I like to call them the bed the bedridden brothers because them I love uh-huh. to be on that injury bench. They love <laughs> to be on that injury bench. <laughs> Thing.
1: Um. Yeah. What I was going to say is, I also feel like <clears throat> you see, I've been paying a lot of attention to the academy lately. Meka, Omari, all of them—they were bought to play for the academy. They weren't actually bought to play for the first team. Do you no, guys no. know Chukwemeca, that? We got... No,
3: no, 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 no. Chukwu himself has said that I,
1: I know you're going to tell me that he was bought to train with the first team, but that's not what is actually happening. They played in with the dev squad against, who was it? Fulham. Yeah, Fulham, that we lost like 3-0 that game. The reason why they were brought in was because we nearly got relegated (laughs) out of PL2 last year. Like, it was a final, we just cinched it on the last day. We would have gotten relegated. So they bought them as reinforcements for the dev team. So the plan with them was always to develop them, then bring them into the first team. So I'm saying like, I'm cool with developing players. I'm, I'm all for that. Turn them into the exact player that you want them to be. But the yeah. thing is, while we're busy wasting time developing people, you have your Newcastles and your Arsenals that are all of a sudden turning up and playing well. Like, yeah. I'm genuinely scared that if we don't get our shit together quickly as possible, we won't make top four. Because Prem is whoa, looking whoa. really hard right now. T-
4: uh, I,
3: will, I will say, I will are, say this story. I think when we talk about midfield, right, midfield is the most, in my opinion, the most fragile position in, like, any team. Because... Especially when, when point you point play a certain point? system, right? And I, I get it. Like, in my head, I'm like, okay. okay. People said we didn't try to go after midfielder, but there's a lot of, like, prior reports. We went after, like, Marcus Rente. There are other people we spoke to and we tried to get. And we went after them, and we didn't go after anybody else, probably because anybody else that was out there probably didn't fit the system. So we decided, okay, we're going to slowly integrate these guys into the team this year. And then when Conte and Jorginho, either one of them leave, by 2023, boom. We have the airs for those positions.
2: I don't um, even think but... we've had the system talk properly, you know, because I don't yeah. see how we can progress with the system. For example, this system does not really accommodate the majority of our players, does it? Like for example, mm-hmm. we've got five to six eight in the team, one DM. We play a system that requires two DMs. Uh we've got seven attackers, most of which are wingers. We don't play with wingers, we play with inside we play with two tens or inside forwards. Right. We the only only area it actually suits is the defense and Jorginho. <laughs> and the defense and Jorginho because those are the only ones, the only positions where there's well, we don't even have cover anymore, but where we had cover and stuff like that. I think we need a new system, but a new system has to be integrated slowly. And I think that was Tuchel's plan this year, but I don't think he's really going to plan. However, I do. I would say this. I will say this. We did all anticipate that we were going to start slow.
4: It, uh. I'll just say. I'll just say. I agree with, with what Esso is saying because I saw when we switched uh, formations, we had like Mount had more space on the ball. Like passes were actually getting uh, to Mount, and there was space. And like the attacks seemed a bit brighter in a sense of Sterling actually received the ball and so forth. So what I think uh, Tuchel should do is that he needs to be bold. Like I think Tuchel needs to just be like, you know what? Let me just take the gamble and switch to a four-three-three, and let's whether it works or not. Let me just switch because already with a back three, you've 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 like you've crippled the attack because now you have three defenders. So that means your two pivots need to have a, like attacking abilities. But now they're also defensive. So now you've got five people who are defending well not defending but they, they they sit back and then you and then you have the attackers who are all the way up front. There's too much space mm-hmm. between um like there's there's too much of a big gap between our midfield. The donut, right? And attack. And and cover, it's it's fine when we have cover on the pitch and it's fine when we have Kante because those two can actually run and run with the ball to to kind of close down that space between our attackers and defenders. But when you have Gallagher, Gallagher does not know what to do to get the ball up front. (laughs) Like, Gallagher, like, literally, when you pass Gallagher the ball, Gallagher is used to taking the ball from the final third and creating a chance to score. Gallagher is not used to taking the ball from our half into the final third because people need to understand this. Mm. phases into a system. There are players that know how to take yeah. the ball from defense to the final third. But then they Scored already? Yeah. And then there are also players who know how to yeah. take the ball from the final third and create a chance. Gallagher is not that guy who, who, who carries the ball into the final third. He's the guy who creates the chance. You know what I'm saying?
2: Cobham, Cobham, my brother. Remember, I was saying this a long time ago, that we are just a team full of isolations. Yes. I like, I like to say, defence is an island, and attack is an island. Our midfield is supposed to be the bridge between the island, yes. but it's broken. And <laughs> we haven't even tried to fix it. You know, Cobham, you know I've used this. I've used this analogy so much. Yeah. And we haven't even tried to fix it. Esso, I want to
0: ask you this question before we talk about Leicester. Um, Esso, do you, who do you reckon starts in the pivot then? If we if we do persist with pivot in the next game, who do you reckon starts in that position um, next
2: week? We need to find Christ himself and we also need to find Mohamed. Because <laughs> only, only a higher power can save our midfield, bro. Um, But if I'm being serious, I think it's going to be J5 and... And um and RLC.
0: Bruh. That's sad, you know. But yeah, let's talk about Leicester. Tori, do you wanna let's talk about Leicester. Um how you feeling about the Leicester game?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling okay about it considering Leicester are shit. Like they're like one of the only teams in the league that I can say for sure are definitely more shit than us. So, like, yeah, but um, um, I don't know. I feel like it could still be tricky. You know, they still have good players. You don't want Telemans to shoot against Mendy because that could get very sticky very quickly. Um, yeah. and yeah. yeah, I just hope that we have Fofana at least. We need a siding before we play Leicester. We need something to lift the mood.
0: Yeah, do you reckon we get? Do you reckon we get Fofana before the Leicester game?
1: If we are getting him, it has to be before this game, in my opinion. Because this saga has dragged on a bit too long now.
2: Yeah, like, if
1: he's going to leave, he needs to leave now. And
2: even player, if he leaves, the player, player wants to go so badly. Yeah. The brother doesn't even react to when they scored.
1: <laughs> like He actually genuinely seems depressed.
2: Yeah, he, he's
0: going to come because obviously they left him out of the starting 11. They left him out of the squad, right? In the last game against Southampton so it's going to come
2: you know what's crazy is that it's the fact that Chelsea is actually this guy's. Real Madrid it's actually his Barcelona it's actually his Bayern Munich it's actually his United like this has been his dream mm-hmm. since he was a kid bro that's like no 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 nah, I it's, I, I, thing, I do buy thing. it bro is because he's been pictured in kits since he was a baby like he's
1: be honest. After seeing Lukaku, I'll never buy any of these. It's my
2: dream. we never we never <laughs> saw Lukaku in a Chelsea shirt until he was eighteen, bro. Yeah, Lukaku didn't start like like for Fana. For Fana, he's come out on interviews like in the past talking about how he supports Chelsea. I think I think we'll know the
4: truth when he joins, like once he joins, because now he can't speak on Chelsea because he's he's legally like binded to. Leicester, but I think once he leaves Leicester,
2: no. he's admitted. He's admitted that going to Chelsea, he's removed. Yeah, but uh, yeah,
3: you know, no, it w- it wasn't just him though. I think uh, they said it's like a family thing. It's like a family thing in Marseille of Drogba and all that other stuff. So I I buy it.
0: Fair, fair, fair. No, I don't mind. I don't. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. But just Martinez, do you reckon if we get him? You put him straight against Leicester, his former team. I think that will mess him up psychologically.
2: No, so I, I, to, do. I, think <laughs> I do. I think he's <laughs> trying to violate the Bro, this yeah, guy's gonna crunch like... Vardy. He's gonna crunch Vardy differently.
0: But here's my thing, though. Because remember when first brought Fernando Torres? Yeah, what was his first game? The Liverpool game. And look at what happened after.
2: Yeah, but I Fernando just, Torres was a mercenary.
1: Is a different. That's a different situation. Like
0: also.
2: Was Fernando Torres okay. was a mercenary, he, he was here, he didn't want to be here, he just wanted the money.
1: Yeah,
0: okay, fair enough. Even if that was the case, but he was, in my opinion, I think it was a bit of a success at Chelsea. But I felt it was wrong to put him against Liverpool in his first home game because look at what happened after
1: it. No, took- we don't care, we don't care.
2: <laughs> for Fana. for Fana, we don't have that luxury because. Exactly. You can, oh my happened. god,
1: that's so true. I just remembered
4: that. By the way, yeah, you're right. I don't want to speak on Koulibaly, but today yeah. today I was I was like, okay, let me not like I would rather it have them win bad. four I would rather have right. them win four goals. No, but here's the thing. When you're like a leader like Koulibaly, like you can't afford to get a red. You can't can't
2: come. It was so necessary,
4: like it
2: was me, such like, a weak God, it was such a weak card, bro.
0: Bro, especially the first one. The first you know I told you guys, no, okay. I mentioned it to somebody, I mentioned it to Con and Ko Co on the space, but I also mentioned it in the previous episode. I said you I said you guys, Kulibali seems a bit too aggressive. Is that a concern? They're like, no, nah, that's his game.
3: It's no, He's that good. that's 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 his game. But I think it shows it it shows mentality when it comes to Kulibali. But I, I also think that he should cut that out. Because if you are overly aggressive in the Premier League, these guys will make you pay. Um, and you don't and then, want that.
2: And then the refs. You know the refs will form an agenda Oof. against you as well. Oh, yeah. And you play for Chelsea as well. Yep. <laughs> it's not good though. But you see why I would say with Kulibaly. I think he, he today was... I think he just had a bad day in the office. Because even his passing was off.
3: Yeah, even but do you know Do you know why the difference was? Because they pressed the shit out of us right and then you had, you had Gallagher. I remember that entire left side was combobulated because of Gallagher. Because he would, he's sitting there like, oh, where? What the hell do I pass to? And then he has to shift to the right side or to the middle. And then Thiago Silva has to shift more right just so they can find yeah. outlets. And he
2: then fucked, he,
3: Gallagher. Would, fucked
2: up the then, whole thing. Do you know what the most annoying thing is? Gallagher will pass to a man that's already marked. What you you fucking you oh, man? By the way, also, uh,
4: guys, keep this in mind. And please notice it Whenever Jorginho passes Mendy the ball Just know it's operation critical Like Please go go back in time Go back in whatever you need to do Go look at every single time Jorginho has had to pass Mendy And look at what happened
1: It's not even just about passing to Mendy Anytime he has to pass the ball Under pressure He just does something that's wrong like, Ooh, I don't bro, know how bro. to explain it. He just if doesn't look comfortable.
2: Case, if that's the case, Mendy, clattered the ball and get out of there, then. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, I'm not blaming J5.
2: No, Edison, Edison. Does he think Edison? Bro, Edison is a midfielder playing in goal, bro. Yeah, you, you don't know him.
1: <laughs> nah, y'all need to chill. He made the mistake, yeah. But he's still a good GK.
2: Tori, Tori, Tori. He makes this mistake more... He makes it too much for it to be called a mistake anymore. Today, part they, of caught, the today. today they caught him out. It is, it is a, no, bro, listen. Teams do this. T- you, you do know that teams do this every time Mendy has, gets the ball. There's always someone pressuring him. They because they know, like they don't. They don't do it to Allison. They don't do it to Emerson. Edison. They don't do it. They even, they don't even do it to what you call it, Ramsdale. They don't even do it to Ramsdale.
1: Necessarily going to defend him say i think his mistake today was bad like i'll call a spade a spade however all of these i've been seeing very disgusting tweets about he should go back to being employed and blah 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 blah. like it's just very somehow like, yeah, that's
0: being stupid though of course yeah are i
1: mean yeah i do think that i i've always said actually that i don't like hilario the goalkeeping coach yeah. I don't like him. He was the one
4: that,
1: Wasn't
4: that he made Chelsea Kepa. At, at one point? Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. was shit. Was shit. But he's
1: yeah. been shit. And he's the one that made Kepa shit. And like, Mendy was great when he first came. I don't know what's going on. He's spending way too much time with Hilario, clearly. I'm telling you guys. So firstly, I think we need a new GK coach. And then we need... To pray for Mendy. I also think that he just had way too many. To
0: be games, honest, like... it, 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 it's a good shout. Yeah, Cobham, sorry. Sorry, Cobham. Let me just say this. Mendy, Mendy has officially killed himself, but Cobham, go for it. I, I've not heard from Rayton.
2: Officially, said Mendy. I'm like, Cobham, <laughs> go, me, oh, go ahead, bro. you're funny, man. He told me he's funny. Man said Mendy's officially killed himself, but you guys go on.
4: <laughs> no, what I was going to say is this. What, what I was going to say is that, look. Mendy is one of the luckiest like, goalkeepers because he's got, like, three defenders in front of him. And when Thiago Silva is playing, you barely do much. Do you know how many how, how many times Mendy has to make saves? I think he has to make three saves in a game. Three, four saves, maximum. But then that's the reason why he's able to keep clean sheets because he's got such a solid uh, group of... Or oh, let me say... Uh, mature group of individuals in front of him. Now, my cry with Mendy is that the past few games and this started last season last season, like the last six games of last season and this season, um he's has he's been making like these errors like in terms of his passing and his distribution. And these errors always lead to him like this one will always happen with Mendy. He'll literally clear the ball in the wrong way, then th- the other the opposition will counter, and then Mendy will make a crazy save, and then everyone will be like, "Whoa, Mendy, crazy save, bro, <laughs> bro!" Trust me, <laughs> he created his own mess. Today he just could It's like oh okay. god, bring- you call <laughs> him the hair?
2: Yes, you call him the hair. That's funny, bro. Like, don't 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 do Mendy like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just
3: explaining. That's basically what he's saying.
0: Yeah right, go end. for it. Yeah right. I was just gonna say here's the thing, yeah, Mendy, like today, uh, we just it's clear we're gonna get a new goalie. Like it's Claire's day. Like it's Claire's day. Like I don't know what you want again, cause the Madrid game was like your last straw. Yeah. So today, it was at a time when Leeds were growing into the game, and the last thing we needed was that. Like put the ball away from play. You had he had. It was
4: like a bad touch, and he blamed you everyone. Know, by it was a bad touch. Like he literally threw his head at everyone. I'm like. Ah.
0: What do you mean, man? Like, and he's getting frustrated. I'm like, bro, what are you frustrated about? Like, no, no tell screaming? me,
3: tell me. It wasn't, a bad, it wasn't a bad touch. I remember what happened. He completed the dribble. Remember what happened? He completed the dribble, got cocky, tried to dribble again, and then Aaronson punished him for it. That's what happened.
0: No, I see what happened there. Uh, Thiago Silva passed to Mendy. Mendy took a first touch, and the touch, the ball spun the other way. He wanted it to stick to him, but it spun. At that moment, cleared the ball. Don't try and be clever. Just clear the ball. But it just he didn't nice. to
3: clear the ball. The ball was right in front of him. He could pick it up. He would
2: like
0: jump over the ball or whatever like
3: it may be. Like, like I
2: was saying, he thinks he's Edison. You're not Edison. He does.
3: You're, You're not, not Edison, bro. You're
2: you not that guy. You, you, listen, you can't do Cheeky Ronaldo <laughs> chop when the guy is coming to you. That's not <laughs> your body. <laughs> like, Brother, you are a good shot stopper. Please um... hang your hat on that. Please, be, 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 be wise. Be wise. Be calm. Tranquilo, por
4: favor.
0: The What the hell? That's okay. Do, do, you know, do, do you know the worst thing? He's actually in contract talks right now. Like, he's yeah, having hey, contract
4: talks right now. When I
2: hear now that I know why I'm you said crying. he killed himself. Now I know why you said he killed himself. Hey, Omar, if you want to get paid, you better perform. <laughs> ah. <laughs>
3: no, but when, when it comes to Mandy, I'll say it like this, right? Um, our team, and I've noticed it, if you notice since last season, right, their overconfidence, if you like 80 to 90% of the goals we conceded are mistakes. I can't think of a goal besides like the, the Rodrigo goal, right? Most of the Whoa. goals we've conceded in the last like 10 games
2: are mistakes.
3: Arsenal games, four four goals, mistakes. Brentford, you know? midfield mistakes.
2: You know what, Rafe? Rafe, Chelsea are such a funny team. Because we do well against teams that come at us, but we are not good under pressure. It makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. Like, we are so bad under pressure.
4: So, I think we don't respect all the teams. Like, you see, Man City,
2: even the smallest of teams,
4: they treat those teams like they're playing a Champions League semi-final.
2: No, no they don't. Because if they did, they would have lost. No, No. Man City... I'm not. I'm not into. I'm, I'm not doing those this games. now because now
4: um, there's there's an addition of Haaland and everything, which kind of.
2: No, no. I'm saying. I'm saying if Man City treated the small team games like they treat the Champions League, they would lose to these small teams. Because these, this Man City team, this Pep Guardiola guy, I don't know if Messi is the reason why he won the Champions League, but oh, it's, it's, I... it feels like it. <laughs> Because say, he, he ain't won the Champions League without Messi. Let me
4: say Champions League. Yeah. He treats it like a Champions League semi-final. Because, bro, I've seen the way City play, bro. City don't treat... Like, they don't treat uh, like these smaller teams like they're small. They treat them like they're actually um,
2: peers. Because Chelsea don't, have, Chelsea, Chelsea don't have a cutting edge. Like The only person that does is Sterling. You can see it. In he everything that he does, it has purpose. It has, pu- you know what? There's also another person I won't like. Mason Mount is like that as well. Yeah, I was about to say. When that. you see that Mason Mount and and uh, Sterling are the only two came, people. Man. In fact, Reese James and a little bit of Cucurella. Now I'm seeing it with Cucurella. I'm even seeing Kulibali small, small. I'm seeing. That's why our passing's going better because those two, that that, that those two additions. Kukurela and Koulibaly, they pass with intent. They don't just pass the ball to move the ball. They pass the ball to penetrate. And, and like, we've missed that, bro.
4: So, we've missed that. So, by the way, keep in mind, you see everything you're saying about intent and everything you're saying about Mason Mount? <coughs> you guys just haven't seen it a lot because it's—it's it's, uh, he's playing for a poor team. But then, I'm going to slide this one quick then mute so that no one roasts me but Anthony Gordon bro Anthony Gordon listen I'm telling you now quick let me say it quick let me let it quick in two seconds what I will say is that you can see what happens when you have a team that's disfigured or it's not organized because you know everyone knows that Everton is disorganized so when you have such a disorganized team and you have one person trying to do everything at once the performances won't reflect that same thing with Mason Mount. Today we looked uh, dysfunctional, and I could see that Mason Mount was trying to do everything. He was trying to be a, a, a like part of the attack. He was trying to be part of, uh, like, help Gallagher out as well.
2: But he he, he was just doing too much. And but it's, listen, it's not even his fault, man. Cause, bro, you know what? Even Rhys James is like that at times, and. I feel Fofana will be like that at times because those are, these are players, like, I'm sorry to say it, but I said it earlier, do you know how bad we had to play for Mason Mount to actually get in his passion merchant bag? Like, Mason Mount had to d- dig into his passion merchant bag, bro. Like, when you, like, I'm sorry, Mason <laughs> Mount, he is Chelsea through and through, so is Reese James and that, and I don't mean to say it just to be like, oh, sub story, da da da, da. But it has an impact on the way they play. Sometimes you see the passion Rich James has every time he scores. You see the way the guy tries to rip the badge off because he loves the team so much. Bro, it's th- those type of things they matter. Like they genuinely
0: matter. On that note, on that note, I want to segue to uh, politics, Dad. So this might be the last conversation for the day. Um, Tori, you wanted to talk about this? <coughs>
1: <laughs> I'm blocked by Pulisic's dad on Twitter So like I don't (laughs) care, he can send his lawyers for me I have my lawyers too Basically, I really don't like that guy He's a very somehow guy Who lie to you Well the summary is essentially His dad was liking tweets That said Oh, I don't see why Pulisic doesn't start Tuko is a destroyer of talent
2: What talent bro?
1: To, thank oh my, oh, thank you so much.
2: Because I'm son...
1: so sorry, your son has done nothing to deserve to start, other than the fact that the people that are starting are dog shit. Sorry, yeah. Like, no, it's
4: no, not was. like
1: he's. That's how We need
3: to cutthroat with these bum ass niggas, man. Go ahead, Tori.
1: I'm just like, it's just pissing me off. Out of all of the names, because I saw in the tweets that he was lacking, like, people were saying, Oh, Pulisic is so much better than Havertz amount, blah blah blah. Pulisic has been on this team longer than all of them. Yeah. And he has done nothing useful since 2019, you guys. 2019.
2: Bro, Pulisic Why is are a you lockdown still merchant.
1: At my club?
2: Listen, Tori, 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 Tori. This brother is a lockdown merchant. There's no <laughs> reason. Visa- <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> <honest. COVID> <laughs> but bro, there's a reason I call him Casper. I call him Casper. He's the one that made me he's the one that made me start calling people Casper in the team, bro. He is Casper the friendly ghost. Because he comes on and we attack with ten men and defend with nine. Because Jorginho is another one. He's another one. When we're on the back foot, when we're on the back foot, Jorginho doesn't he's not there. Bro. He's not there, man. he's our captain. That's funny. Nah, his dad
1: honestly pissed me off with liking. Pulisic's, me too.
2: Pulisic's dad needs to wake up and smell the coffee, bro.
1: Exactly. Listen,
2: he might be a big, Listen, he might be a big dog in America, but Omar, um, uh, your time is coming. You see dog. that Aronson, brother? Hey, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you see yeah. Aronson? Listen, hey, hey, do you get? There's so many other
1: Americans that are better than him. I'm St. sorry.
2: Adams. <laughs> hey, Georgie yeah. Rader. Well, let, let me <laughs> Let, let, let me
3: say this about posters, right? And it's funny, people, people forget, before, when he was at Dortmund, he didn't get more than, like, nine goals or two assists, and that's in the German league. Timo Werner was in double digits for assists and goals. You weren't, you weren't, yes, it's my time, I'm about to cook this boy. You were not <laughs> consistent in the German league where you had acres of space, right, you came to the Prem, you know what I'm saying? You got your COVID vaccination for everybody else, so you outplayed everybody, so it made you look good for two months. <laughs> now, you're an injury-prone American. You embarrass the entire fucking continent, even Canada. Canada and all of America, the entire North American continent, you're an embarrassment to all of us because you are inconsistent. We don't do Whoa. that bullshit here, YouTube You too. I can you, crazy. that one-foot merchant. Yes. That one foot much And Hakim Ziyech Get the fuck out of the club I don't need you there You two, You and Pulisic Bye I don't need you at the club Because I don't need An injury prone Guy from Amsterdam Who is only good For cutting on his left foot Or shooting Or, or putting in t- mm. And getting one correct I don't need any Of these mums <laughs> the- Get him out I <laughs> Yo.
2: <laughs> Rafe you know, you know how I feel <laughs> Rafe you know how I feel About uh, How I feel about Ziyech Man The one foot uh, much
3: Man well, I'm Bro, bro. Ziyech
2: Ziyech is still He's injured listen you might be fit but he's still injured because he's you playing with it, bro. a broken he's playing with a broken right leg he's <laughs> playing with a broken right leg bro do you understand when when zeke is on the pitch
4: <coughs> like as a defender you don't even need to close down his right foot like
2: you bro know? you show him bro listen you show him to the you show him to the right and poof there's another casper on the there's another casper yeah, on the pitch that's facts bro Listen, these Caspers need to leave my club. Okay, let me not be let me not be too harsh, but these Caspers, they need to stop plaguing Chelsea. Please. Because if Mason Mount isn't firing on the attack, what is he doing? He's trying to win the ball back in the middle of the park. Aha. Good guy. Listen, if Raheem Sterling isn't firing on the attack, what's he doing? He's picking up the ball from the midfield and he's penetrating the back line. Funny enough, do you know what I You
1: see, my problem is that police she has the ego of the size of Texas, like
2: it's because I... he's Captain America without the serum. Bro. And
1: he's pissing me off. What? No, I don't...
2: no, you you're not understanding. It. He listen, he's not Captain America, he's Steve Rogers because he doesn't have the serum, bro. It's ran <laughs> out, was it was temporary, it's temporary.
4: I, I don't know how it started, yeah. but the politic. Like he the should reverse. never wear
3: American flag ever in his life.
2: Hey, yo, By listen, the way, like <laughs> remember, remember, I tweeted it. Now that Timo Werner's gone, I can turn my attention to the uh, <laughs> Everybody <laughs> thought I was joking.
3: Even the assistant manager, bro.
2: No. I politicians here. They can come see me, bro. You can. You might not have beef with them, but I do.
3: Oh, very quickly, I do want to say, Lester. Um. If we do, I, th- I do think we will see a switch of system with Lester and I do think that um, this is probably the time to go back to a four three three because I don't see any other way. I don't want to do it, and I've, I've been dreading it, but we're at a point where we, we actually are going to be forced to play a, a back four of sorts and then hope that, yeah, play play four, and then we're going to have to hope that um, Gallagher at least has more space to run and he doesn't have to be an outlet. So he could just be a Conte, just running around in midfield, and then Mason can be the outlet for Georginio, and hope that works. And then that would mean we would need a winger, an actual winger. You know player. what?
2: Yeah, I'm kind of um, disappointed though that even when things were going wrong, we didn't get to see what Ampadu could do. Yeah, I know, right?
0: No, but here's the rate. Actually, put us on the right track. It's actually a great way to end the end the what you call it end the episode because l- last time we lost 3-0 not, not like the last time but the last time we changed it to a system and we lost 3-0 we won the league so we lost 3-0 today and we played away from home hopefully that, hope, that happens again I don't know I'm just saying yeah. Listen, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm praying. praying I'm praying Lord answer these prayers please because we need it man like one thing I'll tell you guys is that
4: um, Tukul needs to take the gamble like now more than ever Tukul needs to understand that you know what Let's just forget the whole uh, protect the defense, or whatever. Yeah. Like he should just be like, let's play the back four, let's play um, three in the middle. Like you can see today, yeah. Frankie De Jong, bro. I wish uh, how much I wish that we were, we had Frankie no. De Jong because he's playing what, as a Combin? like as a six uh, today. No, but his
3: mistake, let's go.
4: That's
2: well, why. Comment. Like, nah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. We could have done that if Kante was here because who is the person that two can actually trust to say, please, Omar, I'ma need you to help this guy because you know he's fragile, he can't do the defensive work. So please go forward. You know just, the
1: thing, another just thing. Just keep is, it in your mind. He needs to start, he needs to be more hardcore, he needs to be more aggressive. Like well, yes, if he doesn't people. want if he thinks somebody isn't good enough. He just needs to ask them. I can see that he's being very careful.
2: No, but he, he like, thinks he thinks Jorginho is good enough.
1: I don't think he thinks that. I, I honestly don't think that. that he wants
2: to give a he wants to give a... Jorginho
1: is a very delicate situation. If you... Because Jorginho is clearly a very big player in the dressing room. If you fuck with Jorginho and Jorginho ends up disliking you, it could cause a whole thing like
2: but Tori Tori but to, Tori hey Tuko has the streets man I don't know what you're talking about he Tuchel has the has streets, the streets.
1: But, but but if you vet Jorginho you can easily lose the players oh. he has us no but that's it but the players are different See, that's
4: what I say he, he has like, the players he has he has a lot of he's players got... but then we need to also <clears> keep in mind that even our Arteta for crying out loud Arteta is one one person whereby have you seen his his locker room conversations he's aggressive Tuchel
2: needs to not yeah. be aggressive with these guys. I mean, we haven't. No, I heard
4: he
3: yells
2: a lot. Tuchel he's is aggressive. aggressive. You see, bro. You he's saw. You no, cut. he's not. Yeah, he's well,
1: very soft. Have,
4: have you seen him oh. on the? Have on the sidelines? Like, especially with Marcus. I mean, Alonso. That's what I'm
2: saying. Marcus Alonso. Do you know how many times he's, he he used to uh, he used to tell Marcus Alonso to shut up? He used to tell him to shut your mouth. He tells he's no because the thing is that you that about managers is. Many managers are aggressive because, like, there's a bunch of men, a bunch of testosterone, everything like that. So they have to quell them in such a way. Many managers are like that way. Even Ancelotti, the people's manager, even he, some, even he shouts at his locker room. It's just it's normal. I think Tuchel is aggressive. Like he throws things. I've heard. I've seen reports of that. He throws things in the dressing room, shouting, and especially at PSG. Yeah, <laughs> the way they were describing Tuchel you. at PSG... Listen, if Nkuku said that Thomas Tuchel's arrival made him question whether he wanted to keep playing football. Yeah. No, he, he's brutal,
3: Look at Nkuku now,
2: man. Huh? I can tell yeah, you... Yeah, Thomas Tuchel sent Nkuku... On a, uh, he sent him to Leipzig for playing time. But they, they had a little bit of a falling out. But I don't know if that's, that's going to be a problem if we try to pursue uh, Nkuku next year. I don't know, though, <laughs> because... From what I read, it seemed bad, but then, obviously, journalists being journalists, they got and them. other sources, other sources play it down. Yeah, we're gonna end it now. Thank you guys
0: so much for coming. Now, nah, but rates, um, rates, um, you know, change of system thing might actually be the talking point for next episode. So, yeah, thanks, bro. Uh, Ray, Cobham, so thank you guys for coming, Tori as well. Really appreciate you guys. So good to have you guys.